Thank you for downloading this podcast from Coracle. This podcast was recorded at ShipServe's Connect 10 conference held in Copenhagen in May 2010. Please feel free to leave your comments on shippingpodcasts.com. I'd like to call it Mark Holford. Mark is one of the ShipServe originals. Uh, and before we had a full-time marketing director, that was Mark, and Mark's also been our legal eagle uh, for forever. And uh, now he's going to tell you a little bit about uh, something that's near and dear to his heart. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Um, <clears throat> I, I'm going to crave your attention, going back to what Thomas Power said, according to that I've lost it before I start, but I'll try and remedy that, for 10 minutes. I'm going to tell you a story about Africa's oldest ship, uh, and I'm going to ask for your help to write its next chapter. And it has some relevance to you in this room. This gentleman, his name is Chauncey Maples. He uh, was a missionary, and he was returning to Africa, to Central Africa, what is now known as Nyasa land, or uh, then became Malawi, having just been made a bishop when sadly he drowned in a sudden storm on Lake Malawi. It's very prone to sudden storms and I've seen them myself. He was much loved and his missionary society commissioned a ship in his memory. It was built in a factory, not in a shipyard, in Glasgow. It cost £13,500. It was designed by the son of a very famous British engineer known as Isambard Kingdom Brunel uh, and uh, Sir John Barry, who was the architect of Tower Bridge in, on, on the Thames in London. And this factory specialised in uh, knock-down ships, because when it was finished, it was taken apart. All the parts were numbered. It was transported to Mozambique, uh, to the mouth of the Zambezi, barged up a river, and then carried on people's heads. 3,481 25-kilo uh, packages, some of them more. Uh, for the 100 uh, kilometres and uh, on the, dot, the dotted lines where they walked. Um, they also had a boiler that weighed t 11 tonnes. It took 450 people to drag it over impossible terrain. This project has been described as Fitzcarraldo meets the African Queen for those of you who are film buffs. Uh, when it arrived, unfortunately, the very carefully numbered parts had been galvanised over so now you had an extremely large jigsaw puzzle without the top of the box. <laughs> uh, it took them one and a half years to assemble it, and that's what she looked like uh, in 1905. She sailed as a missionary ship, that means a school, a clinic and a church, for over 50 years. Uh, apart from a small interlude in the First World War when she was a gunboat, requisitioned by the British Royal Navy, um, here she is celebrating 50 years. Uh, in 1965 she was bought by the Malawi Railways, um, and she was turned into a ferry, which she then did for another 30 years. Uh, from 1992 until today, she has uh, been laid up. She very nearly capsized, partly because, as you can see, she has rather more metal on the top than when she started. Um, and she does still have a use. Uh, today, she is the local bar in uh, south of the lake. Uh, in 2009, the ship was taken out of the water. There's a dry dock in, in, in this place, which is called Monkey Bay. Um, and the hull is in extremely good use. But unfortunately, the loos have leaked. 
and urine, I'm afraid, does not do very good for steel. Um, but it's not, the, the damage is really very minor. So the plan is over the next uh, two years to renovate it, not, this is not a restoration project, uh, and turn it into a, a clinic. And again, this is not a hospital ship, it's more basic than that. What do we mean by, by, uh, by a clinic? Um, she will do a monthly rotation up the west coast of this lake. This is a very large lake, it's 500 kilometres long. Um, the nursing staff will be go ashore, no doctors, uh, they will conduct a surgery for a day, they'll treat things like TB, HIV, AIDS, malaria, um, they will also give out preventative medicine like injections, mosquito nets and condoms. Uh, why does the lake need a clinic? Well 500,000 people of, poor, of the poorest people in Africa live along the lake. They live on virtually nothing, they have no access to health care and they have a very high death rate, particularly amongst children. And in the whole of Malawi, there are only 250 doctors. So uh, this is a very essential service. Um, I'm not going to spend an awfully long time on this because the time is limited, but just to say that the government owns the ship, the Ministry of Health. Um, we believe that we've assembled the right team uh, and we have the right processes in place, both the, for financial controls and, the, and to build the, to make the conversion. Probably the most common question that I'm asked in this project is how um, how is it going to, to how will we sustain it in the long term? Well, the government have said that they will provide the nursing staff and the crew, um, and we believe that they will. Although, if they don't, we have a plan B. We're also going to try and support them by seeking the donation of the fuel, and we're also looking for suppliers to provide long-term sponsorship of the, uh, after sales service. So, how is this project being funded? Well, as I said, the, the Malawi government owns the ship and, much to our surprise, is actually providing funds. An English charity called the Chauncey Maples Malawi Trust is then uh, raising £2 million. It is currently in a private fundraising round, which will last until the public launch, which will take place on the 17th of June. By that date, I hope that we will have raised at least £250,000, I'm pretty certain of that, um, but hopefully half a million pounds. And then we will need to raise probably another 750,000 to a million in sterling, the balance probably being raised locally. Uh, that is to pay for money and parts. Now there are, sorry, to pay for the parts. Uh, there are two ways or three ways that we are actually trying to raise money. One is pure cash. The other is, which is really comes to why I'm here, uh, donation in parts or heavy discounts on supplying parts. Um, why is my company involved? Well, it's ShipServe's 10th birthday. Um, it's Vectex 25th, it's R125. Um, for those of you who don't know Thomas Miller, we manage the world's um, largest, uh, one of the largest P&I clubs. We're involved in all sorts of uh, marine transport insurance. Um, and we felt that we wanted something in the current times that was not just a party to celebrate this, but something more appropriate. We saw in this uh, Victorian enterprise, uh, this was really modern technology, this ship at the time. Um, and uh, we, uh, we were founded on the same Victorian enterprise in 1885. We will be donating up to £250,000, in fact probably because many of our businesses that we manage will donate and have, have even agreed to donate so far, um, it will be much more than that. Um, so what do we need? Well there's a whole list of things here, many of which you will recognise. Essentially we are re-equipping something the size of a 40 metre yacht. Um, 
It had, the only things we can really use are the hull and the windlasses. Um, the original manufacturer of the windlasses has actually come forward to, to say they will refurbish them. Um, otherwise, we need everything. As I said, what we would like to see is people help donating parts to us um, and, uh, or uh, giving a substantial discount. Um, there are, I know, many shipping companies in this room, and we've already started to re receive uh, discounts from ship, um, sorry, donations, cash donations from both shipping companies and ship managers, and we hope some of you might be interested in that. In the first four weeks of this, Thomas Miller has raised, without its own donation, £130,000, and that's really a very, very early stage from about 10 people. Um, so uh, this is a really exciting project in our view, and, we're, and is definitely gaining traction. Um, what happens if you uh, help us? Well, there are various levels of, of support, and your support will be acknowledged in a wide range of places. Um, I have to be rather careful, but I don't think the English tax line is here. Um, there will be a book and probably a quite uh, substantial television film made about this. You will receive wide acknowledgement on the web, in both of our own web, Thomas Miller's, the charities web, on the ship, in print, in Thomas Miller's lobby. You might just bear in mind that uh, we have contractual relations with over 50% of the world's ship owners, which might be interesting to suppliers, so you might quite like your name appearing in our lobby, many of whom walk through the door every, uh, at least once a year. Um, so we, this is a really a, 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 an appeal from our heart that you should uh, help us um, recover this piece of history and make it into something worthwhile. Um, finally, are you going to help me, uh, John? I have a little video made by my chairman. It's very quick. I'd ask you to watch it. If I tell you this took one hour and he'd never done this before, I think it's a pretty impressive performance. <laughs> Thank you very much. in supporting a really worthwhile project to renovate Chauncey Maples, Africa's oldest floating ship, into a primary healthcare clinic on Lake Malawi. It will greatly improve the lives of half a million of Africa's poorest people. Chauncey Maples, now owned by the Malawi Ministry of Health, is 110 years old, yet remains afloat. She needs some loving attention as she's not sailed for 20 years. Once renovated as Lake Malawi's mobile clinic, her monthly rotation up the lake's west coast will serve a different village every day. Imagine, if you will, living on less than a dollar a day, which are the circumstances for a lot of the peoples around Lake Malawi, and having no access to medical care. Then imagine again what this project could do for that. In partnership with NGOs, the Ministry of Health's onboard nursing team will provide treatment for diseases such as malaria, dysentery, tuberculosis, measles, and HIV AIDS to these inaccessible lakeside communities. Other vital improvements will include antenatal and maternity care, simple operations, dental care, 
child immunization, malaria prevention, family planning, and advice on safe sex. The renovation will be carried out by marine engineers, supervised by a South African naval architect. Local apprentices will gain unique experience. The work is expected to take two years and cost two million pounds, or roughly three and a half million dollars. Of all the charitable projects we've looked at, this one's unique. It's money well spent and money that's safely spent and will provide lasting benefit for at least another hundred years. Thank you very much. If anybody's interested in supporting us, I'm here for the rest of the afternoon at dinner. I'd very much like to talk to you. Thank you.